and welcome to Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name is Kate. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Kate? I'm pretty, I'm pretty swell. I'm pretty comfortable. I know. We've <laughs> changed our setup. So for context, we used to sit on the floor. Like the actual floor. So now we have a contraption with a kitchen stool involved, <laughs> but it means we can sit on the couch, so we're both going to be much more comfortable. Yeah, but for a sense of professionalism, studio's doing great. It's looking well. <laughs> No one's bought that Rapunzel painting for you or that Jack Skeleton for me, but we're getting there. No, but once once we get there, they'll be hung private place in the studio and it'll be lovely times. 100%. Do you want to tell the lovely folks what we're doing, Kate? Yes, hi guys. As you probably noticed by the time scroll at the bottom of this podcast, uh, this is another mini waffle. Yay! Probably be our last one for a little while, but the mini waffle will be focused on Marvel season superheroes and the Infinity Pass viewing areas. Yeah, so we touched on both very briefly in last week's Trip Report episode, but we just thought we'd go a little bit more in-depth. Marvel's on for another few months, and it was our first experience with using the Infinity Pass booking process to get the viewing areas, and we thought maybe if someone was considering getting getting an Infinity Pass or had just never done it before, they didn't realise they could do it, then we just thought we'd give you a rundown of how and why you might do so. Yes. I think we should first start off with Marvel Season of Superheroes, though, because it's the first one we have written down. Perfect. So, uh, the first things we're going to look at are the shows. We did talk about the character interactions and meet and greets in last week's episode. Yeah. Our full-length podcast episode. Mm -hmm. We said we'd go into more details of the shows, which is what we're going to do now. So, we're going to start with the Super no, Marvel Superhero United. Yeah, so this is in the old Cinemagique Theatre, which is over beside where Disney Junior used to be and where Stitch Live is. Runs a couple times throughout the afternoon. I think the latest one is about 25 to 8, so just before the park closes. We went to one that was, I think, at half four, and we got into the queue just after four o'clock. Mm-hmm. The queues for these fill up really quickly. Yeah, I also think because we were there for quite a busy week, um, they they filled up quite quickly as well. Because we went to go to Mickey the Magician, and it was full. True. Very, very true. And I've never seen it full. Yeah, I've never not been able to get into Mickey the Magician. It's usually, oh, the right-hand side is full, but they're like, there's a whole left-hand side you can walk into, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, the yeah, it's in the Cinemagique Theatre, um, and from the queuing area for the Cinemagique Theatre, you can see both of the other shows. Yeah. So, at least it kind of keeps you entertained while yeah, you're waiting. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't make it a little bit better. Depending on where you're standing at the queue, you can't particularly see very well. Yeah. But to have, like, the music and just something going on really did help the whole queuing experience. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they let us in maybe about five, ten minutes before... Yeah, because show. it is quite a big theatre, in all fairness, for people. And it's a, if you've ever been to a show in any Disneyland, they always make you move all the way down the row so that they can fill up all the seats in the middle. So for people who have never done that before, it does give them a bit of a time to hoosh on in there. So I think it was everyone was seated with good enough time. Yeah, true. And um, they've done some really cool effects to this theatre. So as you're walking in, there's all the kind of strobe lights and late there weren't really lasers lasers there was loads of lights <laughs> running through and it was changing from being like completely red to white to kind of flashing other colors yeah so they were um what's the word you'd call them they were LED, like led strips yeah is the word i was looking for yeah so if you picture the entrance way into star tours but darker and with lights exactly that's probably the most comparable yeah, thing i can think of yeah uh, but it was cool it was it it set us up to fall hard. 
own, yeah. Is how I'd like to say it. Yeah. <laughs> so you get into the theatre and then either side, like up on the ceiling, there's these screens that have different kind of like big poster silhouettes yeah. of each of the characters, which you'll then see in the show. Mm-hmm. We managed to actually get pretty good seats, in fairness to yeah, us. Yeah, there was two seats just, like, at the edge, in the middle. And I was like, here? She was like, cool. I was like, great. Yeah, was we, were, we were quite lucky. Um, there were some people around us that had come in a good bit later, and they weren't initially able to sit together. So the mum was in front of us, the dad was behind, a kid was off over somewhere else. But closer to the time before the show started, cast members did kind of go around and kind of pull people out and pull them into... There's a row of, like, disability seating just before you go into the big stands. And they were kind of pulling people out of the crowd, like smaller kids that might not have been able to see. They brought them down. And the guy that was behind us just asked if there were three seats together so that his family could sit together. So the cast members did accommodate that, which I thought was quite nice. Yeah, which is why why, why when you walk into the theatre, they have all those reserved placards everywhere. Yeah. It's for that exact reason. Because yeah. they know it's going to happen, but it, they know it will only happen to a small minority of people that enter the building. Yeah. So it's just something to bear in mind. If you see cast members kind of frantically looking through the crowd and you know there isn't, there didn't seem to be too many people, you can always just ask. They might not be able to move you, but if they can move you down to the front, they, they will. will. Yeah. Why not? What did you think of this show? I hadn't looked the show up before we went because I don't like to be spoiled. Mm-hmm. And I knew very little about the show at all. I didn't even know what the storyline was. No, neither so did I. So everything was very new to me. And I sort of sat there for the entire show, very, very bewildered at what I was watching. Yeah, it was it was very odd. It was weird. Like, I can understand if you're a kid. Oh, 100%. It was pretty cool because there was good effects that as a child you wouldn't really understand how they work. Yeah. Which is cool. That's exactly what those sort of effects are for they're not for adults who are like yeah well he's on a string and they were magnets like that's yeah. not it's not for us it's for little boys and girls but i did think the whole thing was just really weird like there was they introduced the mind was the mind stone the mind stone yeah but the mind stone which should be able to fit in your the palm of your hand yeah was this huge like box kite-esque thing that was on a drone that could control everybody and it just didn't yeah. really make any sense yeah for context it looked like it was probably about the size of a cabin luggage suitcase yeah it was huge it was really big and if anyone's seen avengers those stones are tiny yeah so i don't know at what point someone was like yeah we'll just make it huge no one will ask any questions yeah, it was. It was a bit like it was very. It was very cheesy. And don't get me wrong, I like a bit of cheese. But I like a bit of cheese with my Disney trips. Yeah, same, same. But same. it was just. It was. It was too much. And we love Mickey and the Magician. We think that is an amazing, amazing show. We loved Mickey's Big Band as well. But this was just weird. It was strange. Um, I just didn't really understand and. It was like, it was half in French, half in English, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. And the story made sense as much as it could have made sense with the English that was provided. Yeah. There was pyrotechnics and flashing lights, which we, you were told about beforehand. There was also um, high, what is it? Hydraulic. Moving parts. Yeah. Which meant that nobody was supposed to get up during the 
the performance and about five minutes in a man and a little girl got up and walked down the stairs and this cast member zoomed across the whole thing and was like what are you doing like get down and they had to leave through like the emergency exit I oh presume, I totally missed all I that I presume the little I was so bored I was looking around <laughs> I presume the little girl needed to go to the bathroom or something but the cast member was like like how did you not understand what's happening but yeah so there are strobe lights um, effects and hydraulic machinery which you can see in the show like there is a bit of poo yeah. and pow pow and this car lifts up and all this sort of stuff yeah. but it just seemed weird none of it really moulded together very well um, even the like stage fighting wasn't very good no and like don't don't get us wrong we're fans of professional wrestling yeah. we enjoy a choreographed fight this was just a bit weird I think I liked the effect with Spidey kind of hanging down because, yes, you could see the string that he was hanging off, but it looked like a spider web. So I, I enjoyed that. I thought yes, that was that quite fun. It made sense. The bit, the point that they lost me entirely was the Black Widow ballerina bit. Yeah. So if anyone's seen Avengers Age of Ultron, which is the only movie that this is ever mentioned in, is that Black Widow's past, basically, yeah. of when she went to the academy and she was a ballerina and... She was trained to be an assassin and all this sort of stuff. In this show, they talk about everyone's like, before they were super. And there's this whole bit of ballet just in the middle of the show. And it's like, this is what she was before. She was a ballerina. But now she's decided to fight for good. And you're like, what? It was the weirdest, weirdest thing. Because everyone else is like background thing was like like 10 seconds long yeah and then out comes this girl and she's doing a whole routine and then a black willow a black widow silhouette comes out and they're like dance fighting each other and it goes on for a solid like three minutes too and long i'm like too long this 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 is was this was the best you could you could come up with no i didn't really make any sense i didn't i just didn't understand the entire show that and then they had a big screen and Peter Parker was there and all of a sudden this big giant spider that's like seven foot high on this screen comes and bites him. Oh yeah. It was, oh, it just, it was a bit far-fetched. Yeah, I'd give it a, I'd give it a solid like four out of ten. Yeah. I also was, a, I don't like that they haven't moved on from the narrative that Nebula's a bad guy. Oh yeah, Nebula was like a full bad guy in this and Nebula was like the evil like she was like Thanos's little puppet basically yeah and Nebula was like death 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 kill kill and that's pretty much it and I was like okay then yeah. bye Nebula it was just it was a bit weird and the staging of it was a bit off like there was a whole point where <laughs> there's all this fighting going on and then Black Panther is just like perched in the middle of the stage smack in the middle of the stage yeah, doing and, not a toss and all the extras who were like the villain like I don't know what you'd call them like the bad guys the bad guys yeah you know like the stereotypical bad guys so there was obviously only six of them for the entire show so four of them would have been would have, were like knocked down by Spidey to a point where they looked like they were dead and then the whole stage would go into darkness apart from one corner that was like cat fighting someone and those four bad guys who had been like basically killed army crawled to the other side of the stage to get ready for the next person they were going to fight yeah. and I was like this is very obvious what's happening guys and it's not great stage production I'm not going to lie I expect hire from a Disney stage production that's yeah. especially going to run for a long period of time because these shows run until what June? June 16th yeah so that's a good that's like what at least 5 months? 4 months? yeah because it's been running since March yeah so it's like a 4 month run of a show 
Yeah. There's shows in London that do shorter runs than that. Yeah, so I you, feel I feel like they needed more cast members to play. And I get that there's only so many people you can have, but it just it just, again I get that we're probably not the target audience for it however we're not the target audience for most shows in Disneyland Paris and every other show we've seen we've loved yeah exactly so I just it was a bit of a miss for me yeah um again if you have kids particularly if you have kids that really like Marvel 100% go see the show I wouldn't wait any longer than a half an hour for it being brutally honest yeah like I can imagine if we'd brought if uh, my brother Stuart was there yeah who's young he's under the age of 10 he probably would have loved it. Yeah. He probably would have gone and been like, oh my god, that was so cool, and Iron Man did this, and Captain America did this, and that sort of stuff. But for us, it was a bit of a... It was a bit panto. Wah, wah. No, it wasn't without, even panto. Do you know but, why? Because I love pantos. No, it was a bit panto, but without the funny bit. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, yeah. Like, it was the over-the-top action. It was all the cringe. Without with the comedy. The yeah. With none of the, he's behind you. Yeah. Apart from Gamora. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was the indoor show and as you as we mentioned you can see the one of the outdoor shows from the queue mm-hmm. and this is the stark expo show which is stark expo make way for a better tomorrow yeah it starts off with some groovy dancers it do- there with some like right old techno music it's yeah. like <laughs> And some real fun, like, costuming, some real flicky hair. I yeah, enjoyed it. the choreograph for that dance was good. Yeah. The choreographing was good. I feel like they needed at least four more to yeah. make a bit more of an impact, because it was just two girls and two guys. Yeah, for anyone who saw the Mickey Surprise show that was there for Mickey's 90th, that had, oh, at least double the amount of dancers. Yeah. And that was a great show. And it was the exact same stage. And that was a great show. So I do think that four dancers wasn't enough to make an impact. I will say, so there were big screens either side of the stage, and I don't know where they were filming it from, because we never bothered to get up that close, but wherever... I kept looking around, I couldn't see the camera. Wherever it was being filmed from, it made it look great. It made it look like it was this big, massive thing, rather than just being four people on a pokey little stage. Yeah, they were like, (laughs) doof, 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 wow! Yeah, like, they were really trying to, like, hype the crowd and stuff. So it starts with... The four dancers, and they introduce a brand new arc reactor. There's like a video from Tony Stark, and he introduces it. Now, this is the show, if you've listened to our other episode, every second, they alternate between French and English versions of it. So, depending on what time you get there, we don't know exact times. But they did alternate from French to English, but for the first three times we caught it, it was in French. So we were convinced that it was only available in French. Yeah. I'd recommend very much trying to be as in the middle of the view of the stage as you can be because characters come and pop up out of different areas. Which I liked. Really really enjoyed it. You see Spider-Man up on the roof. Spider-Man is up on the roof. Thor comes from somewhere. Captain America. Uh, not Captain America. Captain Marvel comes from behind. So it was good. Um, the only thing I would say is the character integrity is slightly lost. Very much so. Like, Captain America isn't in it, which is, I think, couldn't have been, because Captain America's meet and greet is right beside that stage. So if they'd have had Captain America in it, that wouldn't have made any sense whatsoever. But Spider-Man's and Captain Marvel's meet and greets keep going while this show is going on. So we actually... So you could have seen Spider-Man and 
you could have, sorry, you could have walked from the show and seen Spider-Man standing outside meeting people. Which happened, because when we left the, when we left the Spider-Man meet and greet, there was a little boy who had been right in front of us throughout the whole queue, and he was dressed head to toe as Spider-Man. And he was right in front of us when we were walking over to the stage, and he's literally just gone for meeting Spider-Man, and then all of a sudden, Spider-Man's up and in the middle of the stage and the two of us kind of said to each other like how confusing must yeah must that be for that kid yeah like they're not close enough together that you could stand in one spot and see them both at the same time yeah but i did think that it was kind of lost like they keep that character integrity strong when it comes to the parades in disneyland paris because characters like Minnie, as soon as you come into disneyland paris on the left Minnie meets and on the right it's either goofy or Donald or someone else on the right. Yeah. And those characters go away when the parade is on. Because obviously they can't be in the parade and meet at the same time. So I don't understand why, for this particular show, they didn't have it that way. Yeah. Didn't really make any sense. No. It's a bit... It's a bit silly. But, you know, the show show was grand. Um, Yeah. I mean, you you get a good mix of characters. Again, this show, for some reason, is all about Black Widow. I don't know what Disney Empire is... Problem is, like, why what Disney Paris's love for Black Widow is. And don't get me wrong, I really like Black Widow, and I'm all for them promoting the badass female superheroes. It just there's an awful lot of her. There is an awful lot of her, and I think as a main character, she's also quite boring. And she's just like stand. She's just like doing the same like she's three like a, poses. She's like a bunch of power poses. Yeah. It's like, have you ever gone? Have you ever looked up those things before you go into exams to like give you strength? And it's like. Power poses, no? No. We studies in college all the time. Because before we'd have a presentation, okay. we'd be like, okay, power poses. And we'd all like sit and we'd all like stand in a group and do like power poses to each other. And it was like that. See, all I'm picturing is we did this event, another tale from the crypt. of when Monsters University was out and you know that scene in Monsters University when Sully's doing all the poses and Mike's calling them out to him oh yeah we had to teach kids how to do those poses and then get them to do it in quick succession that's funny so this is all I'm picturing when you say (laughs) that you'd say to each other power poses and you'd be like doing all that's exactly what I'm picturing that Mike and Sully moment yeah it was kind of like that and me doing it with three year olds that had no idea how to do any of it and would just be like eh Um, no, it's kind of like that, yeah. But speaking of events, we had an event. I don't know, you must have, you must have not worked there anymore. We had a Avengers event and we had to get children to do poses of Avengers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't there for an Avengers one, but we, we did a Spider-Man one and we definitely did a Iron Man one. Yeah. Where they'd have to do the Iron Man poses and you'd have to wear the stupid little arc reactor hand yeah. thing. That was always out of stock, so people were like, oh, where can I get that? And you were like, like no, no, I don't know. Check website. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was it was a lot of Black Widow doing power poses. Yeah. But it was good. Like, Loki was in it. Red Skull was in it. Thor comes out of nowhere. Thor was very French. Nothing was more, like, you would never see people be more excited than mams who got a wink or a smile <laughs> or a nod <laughs> off Thor. There was a mam that jumped into a queue ahead of us. No, it was a mum that was, it was the family that was behind us in the queue for Captain Marvel and she rang her husband to tell her husband that Thor smiled at her. Oh yeah, I remember, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being like, hi honey, yeah, our day's going great. Thor smiled at me, so I mean, I guess the divorce papers are on the way. (laughs) That's pretty much the conversation this woman had. It was, 
oh, it was priceless. So, so funny. Um, so that's that. You also get the Red Skull comes out, which is quite fun. You never see Red Skull. No, and I have to say, anywhere. the makeup artistry oh, yeah. on every character was great. Yeah, like was even really Nebula you know, um, in the indoor show. From what we could see. From yeah. But it was but that's all you needed if it's a big yeah, stage show. True. And it looked really good. So yeah. there's definitely effort and Gamora we'll go on to the Guardians Galaxy one, but just to Gamora, was point, great. Gamora was fab. Like yeah. her makeup and was beautiful. Um, yeah. face artistry, I don't know what you call it. Special effects artistry. Yeah. Yeah, it was all fantastic. Yeah. It was, it was really good. good. So yeah, it's a really good show. Captain Marvel comes out of nowhere and does this weird half walk, half run thing to the stage. Yeah, it's like, and I'm walking, and I'm, and I'm walking, and I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. <laughs> it's basically how it went. Yeah. It was like super chill. It was like, I'm cool, I'm cool. Oh my God, gotta save the world, gotta save the world. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a really cool opportunity. Now, we didn't do this because we were usually in a queue for something. Um, if you want to get some nice pictures of just Captain Marvel and you don't want to go through the horrible queue that we did, just of her then just wait by that backstage where Guardians of the Galaxy is during that show and then get some nice pictures when she comes up and does her posy thing yeah like don't shove your kids towards her because that would be a bad time don't don't do do that that. but if you just want to take some quick pictures while she's having it out with Red Skull go for it yeah she's got some she now her pair poses on point Mm, I agree so yeah that one was quite literally fine I wouldn't wait a whole heck of time to see it but if you're passing and it's on, give it a watch. Yeah, it was good. It was good to just stand and watch um, mm-hmm. the good good range of characters. Spider-Man was funny in it. Spider-Man loved jumping down all the three stairs rather than walking. It was good. Yeah. Spider-Man flipped once. Uh, special effects in it aren't so great. There's a lot of disappearing into the floor. There is a lot of disappearing into the floor. And reappearing from somewhere else. But it's a, it's a mid-tier show. I'd give it a solid six. Yeah, I'd give it about the same. What would you give the first show? I don't think we ranked it. Four. No, three. Three? Three. I'll give it a four. I'll be nice. Oh, that makes a change. I know. <laughs> okay, so we're going four and three for Marvel Superheroes United. S- both giving it a six. Yeah. Both giving the outdoor show a six. Um, and then we move on to Guardians of the Galaxy show, which is called Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Dance Off. Which was great. Yeah, but this is definitely our favorite show. We caught this twice in the same day. Um, I am a little bit annoyed at us that we didn't wait and proper, like wait at the area and be oh, up the front be on the stage yeah because don't get me wrong I'd love to get up and have a bop with group yeah they, and they Gamora and Star-Lord the actors both seemed pretty chill yeah. like they were both pretty fun yeah. like a lot of things were happening and they were just sort of rolling with them there wasn't a lot of like there didn't seem to be a lot of rules to them no. they, they could have a good bit of crack like. and the two cast members that were with them they're like character handlers kind of yeah like entourage yeah. they were having a great time yeah they were they also were great like they were like they had to go into the crowd and pick people out. Yeah. And there was this one guy and he there was this older gentleman. Yeah. And he was like, You sir, you're coming on stage and he was like, No. Absolutely not. He was not having any he wasn't even laughing, he wasn't even smiling, he wasn't no. having any of it. And the cast room was like, Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it starts off with Star Lord and Gamora. So the collectors come to get them, Rocket lets them know, and he says that he's sending them some special help and Mm. They have to figure out how to get back to the ship and how to get off Earth. And and they need, like, the signal to be stronger or something. Yeah. I think all the important stuff in that show is in French. Yeah. You like, just, all the really, important stuff. You really just get cliff notes. Yeah, like, but not to the point where I'm, like, I still, like, I vaguely understand what's going on. Yeah. But the very, all the very important information in that show is only in French. 
You know the bit of panto that was miss- missing from the other one? What? It's not missing from this one because there's oh, a no. real yep. Groot. He's behind you moment. Yeah. It's fab. <laughs> it's really cute. Groot comes out from behind the screen. Yeah. But he's proper like timid about it. Like old Groot walks very slowly anyway because yeah. Lord knows. He's well, I mean, he is a tree case. Exactly. Think how heavy. Like imagine being a walking tree. Yeah. It's tough. It's so heavy, right? So he's pretty, he's pretty slow. Yeah. But he like peeks around from behind the stage oh. and then he walks to the other side of behind the screen i think it's a ramp oh do you think that's why because i i i don't think i don't think wooden knees would bend very well going up steps that's very true shall yeah. we put it delicately yeah. <laughs> so i think it's a ramp so he's on one side well, he's on one side of the screen then walks up this ramp behind the other side yeah. of the screen and then reappears from the other side mm. which i thought was very funny yeah the description for this which we only just found out says that you dance along to 70s and 80s bangers which I don't know who wrote this it sounds like they're from Dublin <laughs> but I wholeheartedly agree yeah there were some, some cracking songs oh absolute have crackers abs- have an absolute bop yeah it was it was really fun um, they initially pull just two people up and the show that we got to see the full, full show the full show the guys that they picked were great there was a kid who I would say Judging by how tall they were, it was probably about 13. Yeah. In a full Black Panther, like, couldn't see their face or anything. Full Black Panther outfit. And he was, he was living, he was doing the splits. Yeah. He, he was, was like, moonwalking. He was like, I can dance. I'm going to show you how I oh, can dance. Oh, it was amazing. And Starwood and Gamora were there for it. They were like, all right, fair, yeah. That's oh, excellent. 100%. And then they gradually keep adding people to both, to both teams. And then eventually there was the... Black Panther also had a Spider-Man that was, again, full head-to-toe. And the two of them were, like, doing the splits and doing all these things. And one of the character handlers kind of turned to Star-Lord and was like, where did you find these? Because <laughs> <laughs> they were just, like, they were doing the most. Oh, yeah, they were there for it. And they were, like, whispering to each other about their next moves. I'd say they were siblings. Oh, yeah. They definitely knew each other in some way, shape, or form. Oh, no, they obviously knew each other, yeah. They were both in, like, full costume with masks. Yeah. They were definitely there together. But it was just very entertaining. Yeah, it's it's super good. Everyone sings along, everyone claps along and waves and dances and it's just it's it's a really fun show. Yeah, it's a full like audience partic- participation, like And there's nothing Kate loves more. Than audience participation. Love a bit of it. It's like I'm in the show. Yeah. It's fantastic. So this one again is very much a mix of English and French. Again, you do get Cliff notes, it's not fully explained. Very minimal. But I mean, the songs are great, and the songs are all in English. Yeah, so. and Starlord and Gamora both talk in English and French, which I thought yes. was interesting. It wasn't like one's English and one's French. I think one was English and one was French, but oh, no, they but both like, are bilingual. Yeah. <laughs> I meant like one, like not Gamora didn't only speak French and Starlord no. didn't only speak English. No. They both switched and changed yeah. between each other. Yeah. So that was good. Starlord did have a certain je ne sais quoi, shall yeah. we say. <laughs> so yeah, that's the three shows. What would you give the Guardians of the Galaxy show? Eight. Do you know what? I'd actually give it a nine. What? The only thing, the only thing that would have made it better would be if I could meet Groot afterwards. Oh yeah. That's the, that's my only gripe. Yeah. Everything else, I loved it. Groot meeting Groot would have been good. Yeah. But yeah, that show. So yeah, so they were definitely our three, two, ones. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. So, the characters, we touched on mainly last week, but since we're... Touched kind of, on. 
we went in depth on last week. <laughs> so we'll touch on them this week. <laughs> that's, that's what I meant to say. But since we're covering the full season, we thought we may as well kind of reference them again. So you can meet Captain Marvel, Spider-Man in a different location to where he normally is. And Captain America. Um, Captain Marvel, very disappointing. Yeah. I have, I have heard people that have had fantastic encounters with Captain Marvel. So I don't know if any of you guys listen to Discover DLP or the Diz After Dark guys. They had an amazing time and had an amazing encounter and were singing the praises of Captain Marvel. So I don't know whether we just hit a bad day. I think we hit a bad day at a bad time. I think we hit like both because I just watched, um, I don't know if any of you watch her YouTube channel called, her YouTube channel is called Brummy Mummy of Two. And she just went to Disneyland Paris. She was actually there a week before we were. Oh, okay. And she went with her mom and her daughter and they queued to meet Captain Marvel. Now, she did say that the queue looked like it would have only been 10 minutes, but was actually 40 minutes. Okay. But they spent loads of time with her, and they got, like, four different photos of four different poses. So I do think that we did hit it at a bad time all around. Okay. I think it was coming to the end of her, like, time period. Yeah. And they'd overdone it, and none of the cast members were happy, and clearly the people running the Green Pass queue weren't experienced because yeah. they didn't really know what they were doing. Like, it was obvious they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. So I do think all of those things pushed together meant that we didn't have a great Captain Marvel experience. Mm. But I do know that some people did have good experiences with Captain Marvel as well. So it does just go show. You can just kind of hit bad luck with it. Captain America and Spider-Man, though, were both absolutely fab. Yeah. Loved them. They're both funny. They're both very courteous. Um, I think it helps that we both individually quite like them you yeah. know what I mean like you love Captain America and I love Spider-Man true so it, that really helped yeah that true. we both had like a main focus on I love you true um, and just as a I suppose a point of reference there is a photo pass photographer Captain Marvel Captain America and Spider-Man you need to take your own photos or ask the cast member to take them for you oh cast, members, cast members are very happy to take photos for you as yeah. well and if you ask them you'd be like oh can you just take a few photos they'll do that as well just yeah. make sure that you let them know so, uh, for Marvel season of superheroes, there was also a bunch of, like, exclusive snacks available. Yes. And, like, sweet treats, if Ooh, yeah. you will. I was thinking of something to say in French, but I actually can't think of anything in French to say, so I won't. Um, so there was, uh, Groot cookies. Yeah. So one was chocolate and one was jam, basically. One was, there was also a salted caramel one. Oh, the yeah. Groot no. face comes in both. Sorry, yeah. There was a Groot salted caramel and a Groot jam. I yeah. made up the chocolate one. That doesn't, that one doesn't exist. The salted caramel one wasn't available when we were there. No. It was sold out, which I presume meant it was good. Uh, and Sinead got the... The jam one was the pretty nice. The jam one. Yeah, it was nice. It was like a massive jammy dodger. Yeah, I'm pre- it was, it, pretty sure it was a raspberry jam. It was similar to the Minnie Mouse one that we had. It just didn't have the white chocolate. That was also really nice. Recommend. Um, so there was that. There was also a little speech bubble that said, Je s'appelle Groot. Um, I also saw other ones that actually said, I am Groot. Oh, you can get it in English. So you can get it in English. Huge. Like, like, like a manager, we're going to eat it. But we saw that. I was going to get that one, but the cast member didn't really understand what I was saying. And I was like, yeah, can I get the, can I get the chocolate, can I get the chocolate Groot? And she was like, the chocolate? I was like, yeah. And then she handed me the next thing I'm going to talk about, which is the chocolate mixtape yeah. cake, which was, I was, do you know what? I didn't care. I was like, it's got chocolate in it. It's fine. So there was the Just Appel Groot cookie, which had chocolate sandwiched in the middle, which yeah. was like Nutella. And then there was the mixtape chocolate cake, which basically looked like a big club bar. As you said. And I wish it had been a club bar. The cake was weird. I quite liked the cake. It was just... It was very squishy. 
it just, it felt a bit strange because the chocolate was so thick. Like, it had to be so thick to keep the shape and have it looking like the mixtape. And then it, you got, like, this really, like, thin, really, like, the sponge cake was nice. It was fluffy. But it just, I felt like they didn't go well together. It was a bit weird. Together. I think it was a very, like, French thing. Yeah. I liked it, though. I didn't mind. The, I'm not a massive chocolate person, so that's probably why I didn't yeah, like it. there was massive chunks of chocolate, which I enjoyed. I did yeah. find it quite hard to bite into. Because yeah. it was, obviously they were being kept cold. It was quite warm yeah. when we were there. So they were obviously in like a freezer or a fridge. Yeah. So when it was handed to me, it was quite cold. And when I tried to bite into it, I was like, oh, this is actually really thick chocolate. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. But that was really nice. Mm-hmm. They also did vegan. You could also get, there was a vegan chili, as far as I'm aware. Um, we didn't, any of the rest of the stuff, we unfortunately either didn't have time to try or just completely forgot. There was a vegan chili. There was also vegan falafels available, as far as I'm aware. There was a was it a croque monsieur, the little Avengers sandwich. Yeah, it, it definitely had me. It in was it. an Avengers croque monsieur, which quack quack quack. quack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, croque monsieur, which was meant to be very nice. I saw people write about it on Instagram. Yeah, you could also get there was a Black Panther ice cream, which I meant to get. Oh, we were meant we to go back. Past where it was, yeah. and we we're like, we need to do that tomorrow, and we never did. Um, the other things you could get, there was the group zipper and then the infinity gauntlet zipper. I saw a couple of people get the infinity gauntlet zipper. I saw no one no with one. the group one. Yeah. So I don't know whether it was sold out or just nobody wanted it. Yeah. I was, out of the two, I would be, I would have been more inclined to get the group one. Yeah, same. But I know that I would have never used it again because I have bought a zipper before that I didn't use and ended up throwing away. Hi, hello, the popcorn buckets that we got in 2017. Oh, God. Man, the that was three such of us. A bad decision. The three of us we bought got... 25th anniversary popcorn buckets we and got... all left them there. Do you know what? I think if I'd have had room in my suitcase, I probably would have brought them. But the fact that it was like, I really can't fit them, they were the lowest on my list of things I needed to bring home. Plus, they were also like, why did we buy them? They were so boring. I think we just were in the moment. Yeah, true. We were like, we're going to see, we're going to watch the fireworks, we're going to get popcorn, we need the commemorative <laughs> bucket. <laughs> So yeah, as far as I'm aware, I think I think that's all the snacks. Yeah, I think so. I would have happily gone back and eaten more. Mm. Uh, they were pretty standard. They were like four twenty nine, three twenty nine. Yeah, they were all around. They were all in around the five mark. They clearly all had taxes added to them because they were all like weird endings. They were like twenty yeah. nines and thirty nines. But yeah. I think the offerings were pretty good. There was a lot of different places you could get them. Yeah. Uh, there was at least five different establishments you could have bought different ones from. There was no one place you could get all of them from. You did have to go to at least two different ones if you wanted all of them. Yeah. But I do think that there was a good range of, not caravans, what would you call them? Catering. Uh, food trucks. Food trucks, yeah. Open to be able to get them. So yeah, that was all the snacks. So, there were four mahoosive statues dotted around the park. Yeah, so uh, as soon as you walked into Walt Disney Studios, there was a massive Captain Marvel one. She was fab. It was great, because it was when she has like her hood thing up, and her hair was sticking out through like a mohawk. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, she was great. There was a lot of people getting pictures in front of her. She was really cute. nobody knew who she was. Do you remember that one person walked in? What did he say? Is that Spider-Man? No, I think he was like, ah, it's Captain America. Oh, no. Close enough. Um, And then inside kind of around where all the Marvel stuff was taking place there was a big giant Iron Man there was a big Hulk and there was a rather big Black Panther yeah they were cool they were done really well yeah there was loads of room to get pictures with them yeah 
the ropes weren't too high up that would have impeded your photograph. True. Um, I really liked them all. They were all great. Yeah, I liked cool them. them. I liked them. And then the other kind of offering included with it as well were there were two specialty cocktails. Ooh la la. Yeah, we tried one of them. We tried the like Captain Marvel looking one, which for the life of me, I can't remember what was in it. I know there was crushed strawberries on the top. Yeah, I think it was, a, was there peach. It was, vodka. was there peach in it? I think there was something to do with citrus because I think that's why you were adamant on getting it. Oh yeah, because I like citrus things because they're yeah. refreshing. Um, and then there was a Hulk one as well. Yeah, this drink was 19 euro. Yeah. Which was quite expensive for a drink that was a good 70% ice. Yeah, that's the, it's the only downside with cocktails in Disneyland Paris. You don't get it. a lot of it. No, you don't. So it was definitely a once-off thing. Yeah. Like, we weren't going to sit there all day drinking them. No. As, as far as I'm aware, so we got ours in Cafe Fantasia in the Disneyland Hotel. From my kind of previous experiences with the specialty cocktails, you can also get them in the sports bar that's in the Disney Village, and I'm fairly sure you can get both in the bar that's in Sequoia Lodge and the bar that's in Newport Bay. We didn't check any of those three places. We got them in the Disneyland Hotel, but I'm pretty sure they're available. Should at least 80% correct information there, ladies and gentlemen. What can I say? The, the specialty cocktails, yeah, they usually are available in more than one place. Yeah. So, overall, what would you give the full Marvel offerings out of 10? Seven. Okay. As, as a whole. Do you know what? I'd as give a it whole th- season. I'd probably give it a bit. Same. Oh, wow. The shows, I feel like, it, with the exception of the Guardians of the Galaxy one, because I did really enjoy that. That was really fun. The other shows could do with some work. Um, I think the characters, I almost wish there were more characters available. Yeah. Especially because not all, each of the characters are only there for certain periods of the day. So, like, you couldn't meet Spider-Man before, what was it, half one? Yeah. You couldn't meet Captain America before quarter past twelve. I wish, if you can only have certain characters out for certain amounts of time, that's fine. But I wish there were other characters available so that there was a full offering the whole time. So maybe you could meet Thor and Loki in the earlier part of the day, and then you could meet Captain America and... Spider-Man in the other half of the day? I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Definitely more, either more variety or have the three characters that you did have for the me- whole day. meet for the whole day. Like, from park opening to park close. Yeah, I agree. Fab. So that was Marvel's season of superheroes. Thanks for listening to the show so far, guys. We are going to get to the Infinity Pass pros and cons and how to book it and whatnot. But just popping it in here as a little aside, if you guys follow us on Instagram, or if you're not, go check us out on Instagram at Mickey Waffles Pod because we are currently running a giveaway yeah so we're currently running a giveaway on our Instagram if you have read the terms and conditions or the rules you will have noticed that there's also a couple of extra ways to enter rather than the standard tag post comment share this is just a little extra way to enter the competition so if at this exact point right now if you screenshot this episode and send it to us on Instagram and DM us we will enter you in for a little extra little extra entry to say thank you for listening yep. to the pod. Yep, so just send us the picture of your screenshot and we'll sneakily give you an extra little way of winning. Yeah. Just to, just as a kind of token of appreciation for you guys listening to the episodes, we greatly appreciate it. It's also kind of like a hidden Mickey. <laughs> but this is a mini waffle, so it's like a hidden mini. Anyway, on with the show!
briefly go through the Infinity Pass Holder viewing areas for both Stars on Parade and Illuminations. Yeah. So let's start from the beginning. You can book them on the Infinity Link page thing. Yeah. So if you, I know we've mentioned it before, on Facebook there is a Disneyland Paris annual pass holder group. They post the link for this quite regularly. So I just have it saved as a link that I can go into. One thing to bear in mind, if you are booking this as an Infinity Pass holder, you are the only person that can go into it. You can't bring a plus one. Even if someone you've bought someone one of the friends and family tickets with your pass, even though they can use your entrance into the park, they cannot. You cannot bring them into the viewing area for the for the fireworks or for the parade. So you have to be with another Infinity Pass holder, or you're doing it solo. Yeah, um, that's the official rule. My guess would be that you might be able to swing it because both times we were there, it was quite empty. Yeah, but they checked our stuff, so, like, I don't think you would. I would give it a go. I don't know, because I looked online, and I've I've seen people kind of ask the question before as well. Oh, really? And it's been very, like, no, oh, no. You, won't, you won't get let in. If you want to go on and book a cage, when, once you've got onto the page, what do you do? You basically click into the date that you want. You have to be 15 days before the event, or the day that you want. So you click into the day, and then it asks you if you want to book... The parade, the fireworks, or if you're Infinity Pass holder, you can also book into using the pools in the hotels. I don't know who would do this. I don't know why you'd do that. Like, unless you lived very close. I mean, yeah, because it would save you, I suppose, joining... Because you can use the pool in the Disneyland Hotel. Ooh. Yeah, so maybe that's a very nice pool. I don't know. But you can also book... It's up to... You, you can book a pass, basically, to get into that swimming pool for the day. So you click which one you want... And it lets you know how many spaces are still left. It's up to 200 a day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really simple. You just click the ones you want and it's like, do you want to book them for these? And you go, yeah. And then that's it. And then you get sent a little confirmation email that says, you are booked in for this VIP. Please arrive 30 minutes before. And that's it. Yep. They'll also send you a like reminder email 24 hours before your booking in as well. In case you've forgotten. Like. <laughs> I think it's more so in case it gets lost in your emails, which both of, both of ours did. Oh yeah, I, for the first one I couldn't find mine. I was like, oh, yeah. let me in. Yeah. So, with the Stars on Parade viewing area, if you know where the castle stage is, right, if you're looking at the castle and you're looking at the castle stage, over to the very far right, that's where the viewing area is. You'll see it'll be roped off and it'll have the little in- Tinkerbell Infinity logo. So there should be a cast member there in a red jacket or a red waistcoat, depending on the time of year and the weather. And you show them the email on your phone. Some ask you to see your pass as well, some don't. I would have your pass on you, obviously, just in case they do ask. Yeah. And then they let you into the area, and then it's up to you. There are a couple of the, like, stone bench-type things in there, if you want to sit on them. Or there's loads of area, there's loads of, kind of, room around, depending on how close you want to be to the front, and where, what area of it you want to be. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good area. It was right, the, where we sat both times was right across from, if you do a VIP tour in Disneyland Paris, mm-hmm. you get an exclusive area just to yourself to watch the parade. Yeah. So both times we sat down, we were directly opposite that. Mm. So it did mean that when characters did come by, they did go to the VIPs 
first because obviously whatever they they're more important um and then move on which meant i do think as you said last week we should have moved further up to the right yeah. before the vip area started i feel like if you're right back in that little corner yeah. bit, yeah. i think you get really good interaction there yeah i do also think because the air because the vip area when we were there anyway was quite spread out mm. i feel like it's a bit awkward for character interaction because I feel like you get you get a bit more hype when there's like more people around you. Mm. But because it was like basically you and me had like a nice little section to ourselves. Yeah, I did feel like it was a bit more awkward. Yeah, I mean I didn't mind it. It was good. It's especially good if you want to get pictures. Oh yeah, getting of photos the parade, was great. You get really nice kind of views of it coming around the corner. Um, but yeah, I mean the second we did it two days. We did it on the Monday when we got there. We did it on the Tuesday because we wanted to do it for guest star day. If you're wait, we were there particularly early the second day because we were kind of everything was really busy. We didn't know what to do, so we just got some snacks and went and sat down. Where we were sitting, like we got some cute little interactions with the princesses coming in and out of Auberge, which was quite nice. Oh yeah, we waved to them. Yeah, and was it Perla? There was Perla. There was Ariel. Cinderella. Cinderella and Belle. Yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of cute. Yeah, like, we could wave to them and they wave back. It was, it was cute. It was yeah, nice. it was a nice way to get, like, that little bit of, like, extra interaction. Like, hi, Belle. <laughs> she was like, hello. Shouting. <laughs> so, yeah. We arrived, the first day we arrived about 30 minutes beforehand. Again, not a problem. We got right to the front. And then on the Tuesday, we were there that little bit earlier because we didn't know that was the same day as the Infinity Pass holder party. We knew the parade was fully booked. And with it being Guest Star Tuesday... A lot more people queue up for the parade, so we didn't know we didn't want to not have a good spot. A good spot, yeah. so we went that bit early, um, and it's in the same spot every time. The castment, we didn't have to move or anything like that. They set up the ropes around us, and then just checked our tickets. We didn't have to move. Yeah, it was nice. but anyone who was in that area that didn't have tickets did have to move. And I will say, like I know, I know a lot of guests were getting really heaved off. But it's quite nice that the cast members are very vigilant. If you're not an Infinity Pass holder and you try to sneak into that area, they are not having it. No, they're like, please move back. Yeah. Off the ropes, please. Off the ropes. Yeah. Uh, Totally unrelated to the Infinity Pass viewing area, but it's right beside the Infinity Pass viewing area. Literally right next to it, so pretty much in front of the castle stage. They do almost kind of like cut out a viewing area and only kids are allowed in there, which I thought was really cute. Yeah, it was really cute. All the kids are sat down and like when a parent like tried to sit down with them, they were like, sorry, this is for only for kids. Like you're welcome to sit like just outside the area to keep an eye on them. Yeah. But this exact area is just for children, which yeah. was good. It was enough room for maybe two or three rows of kids so that yeah. they could get a good view. Um, but I thought that was cute. Now, we did give somebody the wrong information about where to sit, but they still got a good spot. They still got a good spot, so it was fine. It was fine, it was fine, it was fine, it was fine. That wasn't our fault. It was fine. We were... True. We uh, we, uh, averted the initial disruption of, sorry, this is an Infinity Pass holder area only, to, sorry, can you just move down a little bit? This is a kid's area. True. So where do you go for illuminations? So if you're looking at the castle, and you look to the left, just at the exit of Adventureland... Where it's all well, the the exit to exit entrance to Adventureland, where they are sending you up towards Main Street because that that section's all like cornered off for like pathways. There's a little section in there, and you can ask. We asked the cast member. We're like, sorry, we have Infinity Pass booking for this area, and they're like, oh yeah, just straight in here. So instead of having to turn to the right to walk all the way down towards Main Street and loop back on yourself, you could just enter through the left there. 
So the cast member was just like, yep, yeah, down here. And the cast member watched you down and you were smack bang middle in front of the castle. You could not, well, sorry, you could get a ever so slightly better view of the castle, which would be the VIP area, which is right in front. But it's, it's so perfect. And because everyone is Infinity Pass holders. They understand firework etiquette. Yes. So they've all sitting down. Everyone sits down, everyone chills out. The night we were there, even though I'm pretty sure it was fully booked, if, like def- there definitely wasn't 200 people there. Like no. we had loads of room. Yeah, we got a really nice spot, and you could you could just kind of sit back and enjoy it. There was none of the shoving and pushing and having people going ahead of you, and no one's kids were being put up on their shoulders in front of you. No one was sticking an iPad up in the air and trying to record it. There was one man that had a phone and a and a camera and this and that and this and that trying to take pictures of everything and I was like you just need to calm down yeah he was very like picture picture record 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 picture picture record I was like calm down yeah we also got to see from here they it's gone now but for the month of April there was a special like earth month pre yeah, projection thing on the, on the castle very cute lots of flowers yeah flowers and animals yeah I enjoyed it yeah Um, I 100% recommend this this more so than the parade, I really wish you could bring someone with you. Like, someone that wasn't Yeah, I think just being able to bring older. one person would really help. Yeah. And I get that that, like... Diminishes the value of yeah. having an infinity pass. Because it goes from 200 pass holders to 400 people. Yeah. Or they cut it down and only 100 pass holders can get it and they can each bring one person. One person. So, yeah. It's a bit of a... It's a bit of a pain. But no, we had... Tons of tons of room. As we said, there is a VIP area in front, but mercifully, the there people that were there, there yeah. were nice and copped on. For a while, it looked like they were going to be standing. Yeah, but they did sort of look around and went, you're all sitting. Okay, we're going to sit down. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully. So they all sat down, and I have to say, it is the only time I have ever seen any form of a Disney fireworks show where not a single inch of my view was disrupted i also enjoyed it so much like the water effects in that show are just fantastic they are they're really they're really really nice and i think the whole experience of it was so much better because again you're not crammed in against everyone you don't have to wait an hour and a half to get a view which you think is good only to have someone barreling in front of you and ruin it yeah exactly like you sit down once you get there it's very unlikely that anyone's going to block your view so you have a much better I was overall much happier sitting there than I have ever been watching any fireworks show. Yeah, I agree. They're also extremely strict about that area as well. Yes. Because there was a man who stood at the rope and he like called it. Oh no, sorry. He walked into the area. Yeah. And Catherine was like, sorry, sir, you can't be in here. And the man was like, I'm here with my two children. There's so much room here. You were clearly squished. Can we stand? And your mom was like, no, I'm really sorry, but this is a... Exclusive area only, yeah. which when I didn't really realize it until the fireworks were over. But when I stood up and turned around and saw how crowded everyone else was, you part of me did feel kind of bad, but then the other part of me was like, Well, I pay like I do pay for the privilege to yeah. be able to have this experience, yeah. So it's just sort of something that comes with it. It's something that I think is quite nice that Disneyland Paris do because I don't think any of the other parks do it. I know certainly Disneyland California doesn't because everyone's a manual pass holder. Um, and I don't think Florida do it either. But I think it's quite nice that they do acknowledge that 
you are paying for the most expensive pass. We're going to reward you for that, but we're going to give you this. Yeah. And Which does make me worried that it will soon go away because all the different things that Disneyland Paris do. This doesn't cost them anything, though. Yeah, I know. I really, I just, just having that little extra area is just... It, it's super nice. It is something that, like, I wish that, say, for instance, going on a trip with Brefney, I wish I could book that for me and Brefney. Yeah. Because you'd have... Cause me and Brett watched the fireworks twice. We watched it once on Main Street the first night we got there. And then we proper, like, staked out what we thought was a good spot. But again, the same thing happened. So many people were shoving in front of us. We had no room. And someone put their kids on their shoulders right in front of me. And you just end up not being able to see anything. And it really, it really puts a dampener on it your just experience. Puts a, it just makes you feel like it's such a waste of time. Yeah. Like, I can, like, if... You had scheduled in to camp out for an hour and a half to get a good spot for the fireworks. You had good people around you, like you were with good friends. Yeah. An hour and a half is going to fly really quickly. Bring snacks, have a chat, play some games. Easy peasy, hour and a half flies by. Yeah. But for then exactly to have someone shove in front of you and put their kid on your shoulders or to get their iPad out and hang it 10 feet above their head. Yeah. It just makes you feel like that, like an hour and a half was completely wasted and it's like, what's the point? I could have been riding rides for an hour and a half. Yeah. And just rocked up five minutes before and stood in front of a child. Yeah. Like, it's the same sort of thing. No, I totally agree. Um, what would you, like, would you, rec- if someone is an Infinity Pass holder, would you recommend that, that they go- make the effort of going and booking them? Yes, absolutely. 100%. If it's something that's included in your pass and technically could be viewed as free because you're not paying for it. True. It's just a privilege that you can avail of because you have your pass. Yeah. But I think if you're there with other Infinity Pass holders and you're not... Abandoning people. Yeah, no, if you're there with Infinity Pass holders and you're not using this privilege, Mm. I think it's a waste. Either way, if you are an Affinity Pass holder, if you're there, particularly if you're there by yourself, um, if you're doing a solo trip, it means that you're not stuck in a big giant crowd by your lonesome. At least you can kind of have a bit of a bit of safe space because those areas aren't quite as crowded. If you're there with other Affinity Pass holders, 100% I would book them and give them a go. Particularly if you want to film the fireworks or if you want to take pictures or film the parade, I don't think you'll get a better view or a clearer shot with as little effort as you will with the infinity areas. Yeah, I agree. Cool. So I think that's everything about that. So thank you for listening to our latest mini waffle. We'll probably take a break on these for a little bit, but you can expect them here and then whenever, whenever something that's a big enough topic to kind of take separately out of the episode, we'll, we'll pop one in every now and then. So thanks so much for listening to this week's mini waffle guys. Be sure to check out the regular episodes at the usual time of 7am on a Saturday. Thanks, guys. Bye.